With Hashem's deep love, you're listening to the 62nd edition of the Daily Kabbalah Lesson. We're continuing our discussion with the power of Torah, the unbelievable light that it brings down upon a person's soul. We said that the two preconditions in order for a person to bring down that light, first of all, he has to have a proper respect and honor and fear when he's learning the Torah. That's first of all. And second of all, so he has to make sure that he is a proper person, proper vessel to bring that light upon his soul by being somebody who is constantly involved in doing the mitzvahs, the commandments of God, and making himself into a better person. And he says, the Ramchal finishes off this chapter by saying, that a person who purifies himself, and makes himself holy in, a, in the proper manner, so he's going to be able to bring down that light, corresponding to how much he's prepared himself. And basically, this is why we find that in the earlier generations, the greater tzaddikim, the greater righteous people, so they were able to bring down an incredible light upon themselves, because of the fact that they prepared themselves greatly. And he brings down that it says about Yonasam ben Uziel, who was a great Tana, one of the great rabbis from about 2,000 years ago. So when he would be involved in learning Torah, the Gemara says that if a bird would fly over his head, so the bird would actually get physically burnt. And the reason is, says the Ramchal, because when he was learning the Torah, so it would bring down the Shekhinah, bring down the Divine Presence upon him, it was all because of the Torah that, that he was learning. And therefore, because of his tremendous preparation, the greatness of this human being, so it would bring down this fire, this heavenly fire. Perhaps it was a spiritual fire, but clearly it was also some kind of physical representation of the fire. And therefore, any bird that would be flying over his head at the time, so it would indeed be burnt. With that, we complete the second chapter of this fourth section. Now we begin the third chapter of this fourth section. We're going to speak about in this chapter, the advantages of loving God and fearing God. So he brings down, that we mentioned earlier in the first section of the fourth chapter, that the concept of love and fear of God, these are the things that bring a person close, attach a person to Hashem, to the Creator. And this is speaking about real love and real fear. We're not talking about the fear and the love, which is shitchi, which is superficial, we're not talking about the love that a person has for reward. We're not talking about the fear that a person has for punishment, but rather we're talking about the love of Hashem Himself, the love a person has for the Creator, the desire to come close to Him. And the year of the fear that we're talking about is not fear of any kind of punishment, but rather it's a fear of His Highness. The way I'm accustomed to saying it is the fear. It's like when you love somebody, so you're fearful to do something that will make them upset. Not because you're afraid of what they're going to do to hit you, heaven forbid, but rather you're afraid that you don't want to do something that's going to make somebody that you love upset. It's like I said, I once said to my son, I was trying to explain to him the concept because I had mentioned to him something about, there's a concept called kafakela, which is a very harsh punishment to somebody who hasn't done what he's supposed to do in this world, so he gets a very harsh punishment in the next world. I mentioned it to him, and he got a little bit scared. And I explained to him, actually, you know, we're not supposed to be scared of that. That's not we're supposed to do the things that are right because we're going to get punished. I'm like, when you do something, if I ask you to bring me a cup of water, I said to him, you know, are you going to bring it because if you don't, you don't do it, I'm going to hit you? Or are you going to bring it because you love me and you want to do what you're afraid to make me upset? And he smiled and he said, of course, I want to, I'm going to bring it because I don't want to make you upset because I love you. I said, that's, that's the type of love, that's the type of fear that we have to have for Hashem. We have to fear doing anything that will make him upset because we love Hashem so much. Our attachment to God has to be so great that we wouldn't want to do anything that would make him upset. So the Ramchal explains this fear in, I think, a little bit of a different way. But he says that this fear that a person has to have for God, so the proper fear, the fear of His Highness, so it purifies a person from the darkness of his physicality, and it brings, it allows for the Shekhinah, for the Divine Presence to be able to dwell upon him. 
corresponding to how much fear a person has, that's going to be how much purity he's going to have and how much God's presence is going to be upon him. And a person who gets to this type of fear and he's constantly in a state of awe in front of God, so then he allows himself, he gives himself the opportunity that the Shekhinah, that the Divine Presence should be on him constantly. And this is something that we find in, in perfection in, in Moshe Rabbeinu and in Moses, that he was someone that the verse says that, the, actually the Gemara and Brachas bringing from the verse says that, Yer Lagabi Moshe Moshe that in regards to Moshe Rabbeinu, Moses, for him, it wasn't a big deal to have fear. Because the verse says about Moshe Rabbeinu, that he was saying to the people of Israel, he was giving them tochacha, he was rebuking them and saying, Ki what does Hashem expect from you? Ki just to fear him. So from the fact that he says, just to fear him, we see, we can deduce that for Moshe Rabbeinu, for Moses, fear was not a difficult thing. So for him, that's why he was Zohar, that's why he merited to have this constant Ashur Sashchina, this constant divine presence with him. He was always able to turn to God at any moment, to ask him a question. He was always in a state of divine inspiration. So whereas for Moshe it was something that was easy, nevertheless for most people, it is something that's quite difficult. But it is something that's hechrechi, it's necessary, it's absolutely a prerequisite, as we mentioned in the previous chapter, for learning Torah. And it's something that's a prerequisite for the mitzvahs, for the commandments that have their proper effect, in order to bring a person to that closeness that he desires to God.